Good morning. Welcome to The Scorecard, your daily fast, fun hit of sport. I'm Liam Blanning, and let's rip into your sporting news for Thursday, the 4th of February. The Australian Open has been thrown into absolute turmoil just four days out from the tournament starting after a hotel worker who had been serving as a resident support officer as part of the tournament's quarantine program was diagnosed with COVID-19. Yeah, so there's a number of about five, 600 people that are either players and officials and others who are casual contacts. Uh, they will be isolating until they get a negative test uh, and that work will be done tomorrow. Victorian Premier Dan Andrews confirming last night that five to 600 people involved with the Australian Open, including players, are considered casual contacts of the man and will now be required to isolate immediately and get tested. No doubt we'll have more on this story tomorrow. And as tennis stars have bitched and whined left, right and centre in the lead-up to the Australian Open, Nick Kyrgios has been a shining voice of reason. At the end of the day, it is only a tennis tournament we're playing and I don't think it should override health protocols and putting other people at risk. And then late last night, Nick's voice of reason was replaced by a more familiar one. I was serving. And if you know, I have to walk back and forth to get my towel now. So he's a smart ass and calls a f- and now I have to get fined for it, but I was playing by the rules. I was serving. Midway through his second round match of the Murray River Open against fellow Australian Harry Borchier, the umpire handed Nick a time violation for not serving fast enough. It was not well received. Time violation. And he... Oh, now this is going to... And considering the position he's in, he's going to stop playing, OK? So Nick took a seat and waited for the supervisor to come to the court. And when the supervisor arrived, Nick didn't waste time on this serve. Tell me why. Because the tennis isn't about him. He's an extra to make sure all this shit goes smoothly. For what it's worth, the rules stipulate the player must begin their service motion before the countdown clock hits zero. And the video that you can check out on our Instagram page, at the scorecard AU, does show Nick into his service action before the clock runs out. Kyrgios went on to win the game in straight sets while Ash Barty advanced to the quarterfinals of the Yarra Valley Classic after a hard-fought three-set win over Czech Marie Buzkova. It hasn't been a great week for Collingwood President Eddie Maguire in front of microphones. This is an historic and proud day for the Collingwood Football Club. His poor choice of words on Monday when presenting Collingwood's racism report was something he attempted to atone for at Collingwood's AGM on Tuesday night. Yesterday, a report we fully intended to make public appeared prematurely in the media. From there, we hastily consulted a number of people to clear a path to discuss the report publicly. Over the course of an hour, we answered every question. But in my opening, I got it wrong. I said it was a proud day for Collingwood, and I shouldn't have. And while Eddie has announced this will be his final year in the role of club president, Collingwood's nominations committee will reportedly meet this week to consider replacements for the man who has led the club for 23 seasons. While the future of the Tokyo Olympics might be up in the air, if they do go ahead, Australia's men's basketball team is going to be awesome. Oh, another Ben Simmons out of this world. Ingles, Mills. Penny Mills into the fans, and the fans are loving it back. Ingles fires up a three. Big shot, Joe. Yes, all the big boys are coming to play for the Boomers. The official 24-man squad was announced yesterday and two-time NBA All-Star Ben Simmons, along with Paddy Mills and Joe Ingles, will be a part of Australia's push for gold in Tokyo. Add those big names, along with NBA veterans Matthew Delvadova and Aaron Baines, plus emerging talents like Matisse Tybal and recently drafted Josh Green, and you can see why national coach Brian Gordon is aiming high. All of them are passionate and have a cause 
and the cause is the gold medal and it's slipped through their hands a couple of times and this is I keep saying it this is the time 48 hours ago, the St. George Illawarra Dragons dipped their toe into a fairly divisive pool. Sack Wallaby star Israel Folau was on the verge of making a comeback in the NRL with the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The club confirmed their interest in controversial Folau and his possible return to the game was expected to be item number one on the agenda at tonight's Australian Rugby League Commission meeting. But last night, after enduring 30 hours of backlash from fans and intense media scrutiny, Club Power Brokers held an extraordinary general meeting and came to the conclusion... It's not worth it! It's just not worth it! 7.40pm last night, the Dragons released a statement saying... <clears throat> While the Dragons did inquire about signing for Lau, the club can confirm that such discussions have now ceased. The Dragons will make no further comment. Yeah. So we tipped the NRL world on its head for a day and a half, but now... Move along! There's nothing to see here! <laughs> And don't forget the Big Bash finals continue tonight with the Perth Scorchers taking on the Brisbane Heat in the Challenger final at Monica Oval in Canberra. The winner will earn the right to travel to the SCG on Saturday to take on the Sydney Sixers, who have resisted the urge to include white ball wonder Mitchell Stark, despite his availability after the Test Series against India. And there it is. That is your fast, fun, daily hit of sport for Thursday, the 4th of February. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it's loaded you up with all the sports news you'll need to show off to your mates at work. Don't forget, you can also follow The Scorecard on Instagram at thescorecardau. I'm Liam Flanagan. Thanks for listening, and I hope you're hearing from me again tomorrow on The Scorecard.